It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Uh, okay, Rich, you know what? We are going to have a good time. We're going back down memory lane, but we're also going to let the listeners hear from the listener comments that have come in. On, on various subjects. And there's been a lot happening in the news this past week. See, the thing in the news are, the first of all, the State of the Union address by President Trump and his mention of the unborn and the unborn created in the likeness and image of God, his words, for goodness sake. And then we had the National Prayer Breakfast where President Trump brought it up again and said to the people at the National Prayer Breakfast, I will never let you down, among other things, he said. Well, you know, that that really elevates the whole idea of life and liberty and then the pursuit of happiness. And religious freedom. We have said that over and over again. Life, liberty, that's freedom, religious and otherwise. And then the pursuit of happiness, a satisfying life. Um, these are the three, aren't they? And it begins with life. I want the people to hear just a few strains of this song, and I've got something I want to tell them. Did you hear a baby cry in Wichita today? Did something tug inside your heart as a life was torn away? Yeah, yeah. Well, Rich, you remember now. I think that was about 1990 what? Uh, 92 or 91. Was it Summer 19, of Mercy, 1991 in it Wichita. Summer of Mercy in 1991. I want to explain to the folks, because this is just our BRN family, uh, that I was raised. And then, of course, when I became a dad and your mother, my wife, and we raised our children, of course, we're pro-life. For goodness sakes, we're Christians. Of course we're pro-life. How could it be otherwise? But it wasn't a reality. Until as news reporters, we heard that in Wichita, Kansas, was something called the Summer of Mercy. And and we said, well, let's go, let's go cover it. Let's go see it for ourselves. Not read about it the Kansas City Star or the watch it on television for goodness sakes believe me folks in 1992 it One. wasn't that much different in 191 than, than it is now because the media has their bent the media has their bias that's why we want to see it for ourselves so we went to Wichita and that's when the reality of what it means to contemplate an unborn child. And then you process that thought. It's an unborn child, but is it a child? And then you look into the scientific evidence and you look into all of the different aspects. Yes, it is a child in the stage of development. Not unlike a six-year-old is not yet a 10-year-old. And a 10-year-old is not yet an 18-year-old. And then you start realizing from the moment of conception, we're talking about a child. 
an unborn child. And then the enormity of that just hits you because you see some of the most precious people who are willing to protect the rights and interests of an unborn child on the basis of the truth of that statement. And when you and I went to Wichita, we were going to be three three days, two or three days. Let's see what it is. We stayed five and a half weeks. And it was really interesting because I always had to say, I must not become the story. Our job is to report the story. Our job is to look, listen, and find out and then report this story. It was an amazing time in our life, wasn't it? It was. And we didn't have very many radio stations back then. We had a handful of them. Today we have 120. But we were filing reports that we were feeding to radio stations all across the country. And now, remember the people would tell the media that were there, they would say, tell the truth. Tell the oh, truth. And, and because the me- so and the, often. And the media never reported that. No. Well, no. And they were reporting things that were not true. And just they a minute. You see, we, we heard the Wichita pastors on a megaphone directed at the press, at all of the media, the television, the uh, Associated Press, and all the reporters tell the truth, tell the truth, tell the truth. And pretty soon the crowd started to pick that up. And they never reported that. That never was reported, other than on our meager little opportunity through the Kansas City Station, I think the the Oklahoma City Station we had, then two or three, plus Dr. James Dobson Mm -hmm. and and, uh, D. James Kennedy from Coral Ridge and his program. Marlon Maddox. Marlon Maddox. We were giving him a clip of the audio. But the big thing is it transformed our life, didn't it? Oh, it did. It, it changed uh, the issue of abortion from being simply an issue to becoming a reality, to realize that a real live baby was scheduled for death that day. That and day. that's what pricked the hearts of those Christian people to motivate them to sit down in front of the door yeah. and to do whatever they could in a peaceful, nonviolent way to interpose themselves and the death that was to take place. And the interesting thing, too, is that George Tiller was one of the few third trimester abortionists in the whole United States. Um, Women were flying into Wichita from other states to get a late-term abortion because it wasn't available in their state. Now, here's my point. That has resurfaced again in what New York did And what happened in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And it does remind us, folks, that while everyone is talking about New York and Virginia, it's in every other state. It's where you live. It's where you live. I'm just thinking of the fancy building just two, three miles from where we sit right now at Planned Parenthood. And everything else, it goes on and on and on. And if anyone doubts the Supreme Court battle and everything else pertaining thereto is over that issue because the Supreme Court got it totally wrong on Dred Scott. Anyone remember the Dred Scott decision where the Supreme Court made a ruling that he was only a commodity. He didn't have the rights of a personhood. And therefore, and they, that's the way they ruled it. Well, that's what happened in Roe v. Wade in mm-hmm. 1973, folks, 
when Roe v. Wade was passed by the Supreme Court, they got it wrong. Wasn't it Justice Black that said, if it's ever proven that the unborn child is a human being from conception or any other time, we've made a mistake. So since 1973, it has has become in our culture, accepted in our schools, accepted across the board to such an extent that the churches are even numb to the fact that we do this. So here comes New York and Virginia with the outrageous law that they passed. And you know what? It's interesting that the pro-life position is supported by science. And the more uh, advanced science becomes now with 4G ultrasound and and on and on, it it demonstrates over and over again that the baby in the womb is a living individual human being created by God and that it's the pro-abortion people that are the science deniers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I don't know exactly where to go right now for this because I do want to get into some of our listener comments that, we, that we've that we gotten. I want the people to hear that. Yeah. Maybe we ought to do that first. Let's let's hear let's hear from this, uh, this listener from— Well, the, can I give the phone number first? Well, okay. Because we'd like to hear from you folks, 1-800-345-2621, 1-800-345-2621. And then they are put into a transcript, and don't we enjoy reading them? But this is this is what a listener said from Nebraska. Let's hear it. Yeah, I'm out here in uh, Miller, Nebraska, and I tuned in your station about three years ago. You guys have changed my life so much. I have to drive 30 miles to work every day. In the morning, if somebody out there with me, I'm listening to your radio, and it gives me comfort. It gives me hope, and it's changed my life forever. Thank you. <laughs> God bless you <laughs> oh, out no, there in Miller, Nebraska. Hey, hey listen, folks, we're going to have so much fun. Because now this gentleman, let's assume his age is what? He's, he's driving his truck, you know, a lot and so on and so forth. So, uh, so he's not an old-timer. He's sure as shooting isn't as old as I am, that's for he's sure. He's got to get to work. But here's a lady from Fresno, California, who is an old-timer. Let's hear what she has to say. I'm so thankful for KCIV. I live in Fresno, California, and I listen to your station all night long and most of the day. I'm 92 years old, and I appreciate the quality of programs you have for Christians. God bless you in every way. <laughs> Isn't that neat, Dad? Isn't that neat? All right, now here's a lady from Columbia, Missouri, and she's a much younger lady. I listen to Bot Radio in Columbia, Missouri, and I would like to express my gratitude for the wonderful programming that you have all day long. I do have three radios that are on in my home in different parts of the uh, house so that I don't miss anything, and your messages are so uplifting, and they are so worthwhile to listen to. Again, thank you for your wonderful programming. God bless you. Well, you know, folks, this gives us, this program gives us an opportunity to talk with you and also let you hear from some of the people just like you are who are listening to Bot Radio Network from various various places all over all over the United States as well as sometimes overseas. Here's a man from St. Peter's. Let's listen to him. What a godly ministry you folks have. This is just an amazing radio station. I've been listening to it for years. It's the first time I've ever called in. I'm in St. Peter's, Missouri. I listen to this 
radio station when I get up in the morning, when I go to bed at night, when I'm in my car. I listen to it a lot. I love your programming. I love you guys. Bye-bye. And we love you, too, because we really want to pick the best. We want to offer the very best Bible teachers and preachers and Christian information that we possibly can. Now, Rich, you just added Jack Hibbs to our early morning lineup. Yes. And uh, tell the folks a little bit about that. Oh, my goodness. Jack Hibbs. His program is called Real Radio, 530 to 6 in the morning on most of these stations. And it is right after Greg Laurie, A New Beginning, from 5 to 530. And then it's followed by J. Vernon McGee. It's a great way to start your day in the Word of God. A lot of people get up early in the morning and then they have their quiet time studying the Bible along with these great Bible teachers. Now, here then is a lady from... uh, is this one from Jefferson, Texas, again? Mr. Producer, okay, let's hear from Texas. I live in Jefferson, Texas, and uh, I love Botton Radio. Uh, my truck radio stays on Botton Radio 24-7. I love it, and I thank God for it. It has blessed me so much. I bless you and I ask that you just keep up the good work. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, I you're love welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. Hey, I love that. The lady from Texas, uh, she listens on her truck radio. I can just see, probably wears a Texas hat, you know. Wow. And uh, I love it. You know what? We're kind of moving around God the bless country. Texas. Well, yes, and now about Indiana now. You see, Indiana, Indiana, those are Hoosiers. Those are Hoosiers. And also, it's in Indiana where Vice President Mike Pence's wife has been a teacher at a Christian school in Indiana and now moving to Washington and D.C. She's also volunteering at a Christian school in D.C. Of course, the press doesn't like that. The media doesn't like that. So on and so forth, trying to get her in a lot of trouble because she has no business uh, being the vice president's wife and then teaching in a Christian school. I'm telling you, folks, we have, we, we have a problem. Now, here is here is someone from Terre Haute, Indiana. I'm calling from Terre Haute, Indiana. The Bot Network is fairly new here, and I really enjoy it. Uh, my favorite programs, I guess, would be, well, for sure, J. Vernon McGee through the Bible, David Jeremiah, Erwin Lutzer, There are several, and the network is quite good. It's the best that we have around here right now. And I thank you for it, and bless God. All right, well, listen, before we get into the next item here that is so important, uh, we have have someone from, a lady from Quincy, Illinois. Uh, Let's hear that. After all the negativity that media has been broadcasting lately, it's so refreshing to turn on Bot Radio Network and hear the teaching of the many ministries you represent. God bless all those who serve the Bot Network by bringing your listeners the truth of God's Word. I listen to Bot Network on 94.9 KRMQ, Quincy, Illinois. (laughs) That's one of our newer stations also. And Terre Haute is new, and Quincy, Illinois is new. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, folks, this makes us very happy to hear these because we really do. We really do. You can only carry so many programs. They have to be good Bible-based programs. I mean, they have to really 
They have to really preach the Bible and teach the Bible as the Word of God. Uh, and then and then have integrity. Have integrity. And be able to produce a good quality program that our listening audience wants to hear. And, and to help you apply it in your daily lives so that you can integrate the Word of God into everything that you think, say, and do. All right. Now, are you ready? This is a listener that called in and left this, and then it was transcribed, and I talked to her. I'm going to have her as my guest on The Complete Story in a few weeks, but let me read this. Because this listener said, I've been a listener for many years and has brought peace and comfort and a lot of wisdom in my life. Listening to all the programs about abortion and pregnancies, I want to share my brief story. Okay, folks, now listen up. She said that she was just 15 years of age and pregnant. And then she had a father who drug her. She said, I had a father who drug me to various abortion clinics. I suppose perhaps at 15, she was very young for an abortion clinic to want to do anything, but he was determined mm -hmm. to let me go on. Uh, she said, I was not going to let anyone kill my child. I was then kicked out of the house, and I had to drop out of school. Folks, just, just process this. What you're hearing is a girl, 15, who made a mistake. And then you have a father and a mother who are faced with a, something in their family not anticipated, certainly not thought about. All of a sudden, here it is. So the father, he's just saying, man, what's happened? The solution to this is to get an abortion. And the 15-year-old said no. I cannot do that. I will not do that. And so she was expelled from the house. I found out later she lived with her older sister who was married and so on and so forth. Anyway, let me go on here with this story. Eventually, um, she had to drop out of school. I mentioned that. And then it said, eventually, I delivered a healthy baby girl. And I placed her for adoption and went on with my life. Ready? Are you ready? 37 years later, I got this phone call that she had found me. What a true, true blessing that was for me. Folks, I'm reading this verbatim. Having her back into my life and have another granddaughter. What a blessing. So it's been a blessing to all of us. I'm definitely pro-life and would encourage anyone to do the same. She says, I'm from St. Louis, and I'll not give her name. I've talked to her on the telephone, and I want to have her as a guest to just go more deeply into all of the ramifications. But folks, I want to tell you something once again. It's not where you've been. It's where you are and then where you're going with the decisions you're going to make from that point on. 
Christ did not come to the world to condemn the world, but to save it. And I don't know how this 15-year-old girl at that time in her life had the courage or the backbone or the stamina to say, no, I won't. But she did. And I talked to her. And she's going to be our guest. And we're going to have such a good time. Uh, Ken, I would like to play a little bit of the Wichita song. The Wichita song that kind of turned Rich and I really into pro-life people for sure. Just a little bit. Did you hear a baby cry in Wichita today? Did something tug inside your heart as a life was torn away? All right, I tell you what, I want you to hear now her own voice as it came in uh, and, and made the transcription from... Uh, and she'll be our guest, but here is the way we received it on our listener comment line. Hi, I've been a listener of Bot Radio for many years, and uh, it's brought great peace and comfort and uh, a lot of wisdom in my life. And listening to all the stories about the abortions and pregnancies, I wanted to just share my brief story. I was 15, and I was pregnant and uh, had a father that drugged me to different abortion clinics, and I was not going to let anyone kill my child. So I uh, was kicked out of the house, had to drop out of school, and uh, eventually delivered a healthy baby girl. I placed her for adoption and went on with my life. Uh, 37 years later, I got the phone call that she found me, and what a true, true blessing um, that was for me, having her back in my life, and I have another granddaughter, uh, so it's been a blessing for all of us. So I'm definitely pro-life and would encourage anyone to do the same. Now, Rich, you know, uh, Dr. Alan Unruh up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, is a very dear friend of ours, and his wife, Leslie, and uh, they're very active in the pro-life movement up in South Dakota. Do you remember when we were up there, what did they call their, their facility there? Their, it's a crisis pregnancy center or a pregnancy resource center. And then you go out these double doors when we were up there. I think it was in the early fall, maybe September or something. And you go up the path, and Leslie said, that's our garden of memories. Tell the folks a little bit about that. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's the ladies that, that have come for, like, post-abortion grief counseling because when you have an abortion, it leaves you with such a sense of grief over what you've done. Well, the enormity. Yeah, of it. so they write messages to the child that they killed, and they place them on this wall of remembrance. And it's you read what they've written in honor of their little baby yeah. and, and how grieved they are for the decision that they made. Yeah. And they're looking forward to being reconnected when they get to heaven. And, and, and that, that is the, uh, see, that's the redemption. Mm -hmm. That's the redemption in, in, in Christ's uh, atonement, you right. see, for goodness sake, folks. Uh, you, you don't live in regret. Mm -mm. No. Uh, uh, woulda, coulda, shoulda is not going to get you anything in life. That's why it's not where you've been, it's where you are. And now where you're going. Yeah, abortion doesn't fix a problem that only compounds now, isn't it. Isn't that beautiful? Now, here is someone from Rapid City, South Dakota. Hi, this is Karen from 
south of Rapid City, South Dakota. Just wanting to call and tell you how much I appreciate your station for the daily encouragement that it gives me and my husband. We don't watch TV, so we get our news and all the spiritual encouragement we need from Bot Radio. Thank you so much for extending the area of listening. We love you guys, and God bless you. Ah, listen. Now listen, folks in Rapid City, South Dakota, that's where the Fishers live, isn't it? Yeah, Fisher Furniture. We love our friends in Rapid City, South Dakota. And Bob and Rita Fisher, wonderful Christians, and they're pro-life, I mean to the max, and uh, they're just a delight. That's Rapid City, South Dakota. We, We have a growing audience up there, don't we? That's right. I want the folks to hear now... His dad was Fearless Fisher. Yeah, that's right. That's a whole story and a testimony, isn't it, going all the way back? Absolutely. Now, here is someone from Irvine, California. Hi, my name is Trish from Irvine, California. I listen to Bot Radio every day at work, and I especially love listening on my long runs on Sunday mornings. I start off with the Lutheran Hour at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and can go all the way through Dr. McGee's Through the Bible at 9 o'clock, depending on how long I run that morning. I just want to say thank you for all you do to teach the Word of God to me in my life, as well as throughout the whole world. Thank you. Isn't that neat, Dad? She must be listening on her phone as she's running, because we don't have a radio station out there in Irvine, Irvine, Irvine is in Southern California. But you can listen anywhere in the world. You can listen on the mobile phone app. uh, Go to botradionetwork.com and uh, just download the Bot Radio app for your iPhone, your iPad. And, of course, you know you can listen on the Amazon Echo. There's all kinds of digital ways to listen to Bot Radio Network around the world When I'm traveling, I just say, Alexa... Play Bot Radio Network, and she does wherever I am. But this lady from Irvine, Southern California, yeah. she she's Trish. a runner. Apparently, she's a runner. Yeah, and so she she listens that way. Well, however you receive us, folks, we're so glad that you're a member of our family. Listen to this. Who will speak up for the little ones, helpless and half abandoned? They've got a right to choose life they don't want to lose. I've got to speak up, won't Yeah. So while you're watching the news about this issue of life in New York and Virginia, but keep in mind, it's right there in your neighborhood. What are you doing about it? Mm -hmm. What's the number, I've got to speak up, won't you? Uh, 1-800-345-2621. That's our listener comment line. We'd love to hear from you folks. 1-800-345-2621. All right. This is Dick Bott with my son, Rich, with this chapter of The Complete Story as a public service for you folks. We'll see you later. 